Are you a man looking for an intensive program to help you overcome sexually addictive behaviors? Gateway to Freedom is your answer. Gateway to Freedom is a three-day workshop for men seeking to overcome any destructive sexual habits. Whether married, single, or divorced, Gateway to Freedom will help men regain hope for a new life of purity and real contentment. The workshop is conducted by experts in the field of sexual addiction recovery with decades of combined experience. Read testimonials of workshop alumni at gatewaymen.com. Get all the info and register online at gatewaymen.com or call 1-800-49-PURITY. Hi, my name is Jonathan, and I'm the founder of the Gateway to Freedom Workshop. I want to invite you to join us at our next workshop coming up February 9th through the 11th in Florida, just outside the most magical place on earth, Orlando. So call us today at 1-800-49-PURITY That's 1-800-497-8748 or visit gatewaymen.com. Welcome to Pure Sex Radio with your hosts, Jonathan and Stephen. This dynamic program is designed to educate, encourage, and equip listeners with the tools necessary for living a life of sexual purity. Visit us online at puresexradio.com. And now, please welcome Jonathan and Stephen on Pure Sex Radio. Good day, radio listeners. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. We're so glad to have you here with us. Uh, My name is Jonathan, and we've got my good friend Stephen Cervantes here with us today. So, Stephen, how are you doing? I am blessed and glad to be here. Yeah, we're always glad to have our our guru of the Pure Sex Radio broadcast here. And I would like Uh, to say that we love our audience. We wish that you were sitting at the table. I wish we could put a chair for you right here and you could join us because you guys faithfully listen and share and talk and spread the word and Thank you for making us a team. We're not a team. You, him, and I are a team. Yeah. And just so you know, I mean, uh, Stephen doesn't even really know this, but hopefully one of the things that we can start doing a little bit more of in 2018 is maybe doing some Facebook Live things, maybe getting some things out there where there can be more interactivity while we are actually uh, sitting here. So that you can have a little bit more of an input while we're doing this. Now, do you remember, if you heard the last show where it was like, ping, 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 Jonathan? Yeah. (laughs) We just hit another bumper, ping, ping, we're going Facebook. That was good, Jonathan. Well, we definitely, yeah, there's there's a lot uh, coming. We'll see how it goes. But uh, before we actually launch into this session... Um, we, we do want to say, as we do every now and then, that we're a listener-supported broadcast, so that means that the way you're hearing us or seeing us is because we've had faithful partners, and we're Amen. so grateful. I just want to let you know, since we're in the new year, yeah. um, just we're excited to announce that we were able to uh, end the year for the radio program in the black, which is huge because, I mean, for us to be able to launch the uh, videos and then just be able to go into... Uh, more expanded distribution and things like that that requires partnerships and finances and we're just grateful for uh, your partnership and if you want to learn about the ways that you can come alongside and partner with us just go to our website at puresexradio.com and you can click on the donate link there and learn about all the different ways that you can partner so Stephen, I want to uh, pass it along to you because we're going to be talking about something uh, that I think is going to really 
resonate and speak to a lot of our listeners because a lot of our listeners, they're parents. You know, we get a lot of married couples and a lot of married couples have kids. Mm -hmm. And so uh, you want to kind of address this question of what do you say about the sexual struggle, struggle and sexuality and porn and all those kinds of things to an 18-year-old son? Right? Oh, that's good. That's a question. I think between you and I, you know, if we had an 18-year-old sitting here with us, what 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 would you want him to know? What did you want your father to tell you when you were 18? Mm. What did I want my father to tell me? What would we tell a, your 18-year-old son if you send him our way? What would we say? Maybe we could do a podcast about that, you know? So that's well, what, what are we this, doing right now? Oh, that's what we're doing right now. There you go. That's what I meant. Yeah. Maybe we could do a podcast right now. That there was the go. right. I got yeah. the wrong emphasis, didn't I? So, so I would say, I'd say, son, I got to tell you something about sexuality. My father never told me, but I want you to know, sexuality is going to be something you're going to have to manage all your life. I don't exactly get why it's so intense in our youth. I still don't get that. It gets a little better and easier to manage later. And if I'm real honest, then it drops off. But <laughs> but we're talking to an 18-year-old here, and and you you have to get the right mindset that sexuality is how God made you, and it's a difficult thing. It's like one of the things that are that's heavy in your life that you must lift and carry and manage well. All of your life. Mm. Well, my, and one of the things that I would say, there's two things that pop into my mind. Uh, one is, and this is what I would say, and I've got a son that's getting close to the 18-year-old mark, and uh, these are things that I say to him, but one is, is that it is a winnable battle. Um, I've, I've been thrilled to realize in my own life that because of the truth that the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead now mm. dwells in me, there is no struggle that's unwinnable. So even as intense as the battle can feel when you're 18 years old, mm -hmm. it is a winnable battle. The other thing that I would say along those same lines is that the degree to which you fight this battle is going to determine to a large extent the kind of man you become because it's so central to the fight to be a man because this is this has crippled and taken out many, many men over the uh, history of mankind. And so I would say yes. it's winnable, but it's also going to be in many ways, the fight that determines the kind of man you become in terms of your integrity and your character. And so get in the fight and recognize that it can be won. So my comment was you're going to have to manage yourself well. That means all aspects of yourself is needed in this fight. But you And you said this is a winnable. And so what, how are you defining winnable? What does that mean? What I mean is, uh, like a lot of times when I describe my own story and then tell people where I'm at right now in my life, I, I like to describe it this way. I am completely 100% free from addiction, mm. meaning the stronghold, meaning 
uh, sexual temptation and sexual sin does not control my life. But although that I am 100% free from addiction, I am not free from temptation. Ooh. So when I say yeah. that it's winnable, what I mean is it does not need to control and dictate the way you yes. live your life and the decisions that you make. But you need to recognize we've got to keep humility and recognize, listen, it's still a battle. It's still something that has to be faced. I mean, in many ways, the world today, even as a man now walking in freedom, the world today presents far more um, sexualized media and things like that than when I even started my recovery almost 19 years ago. Mm. So does that make sense? So yes. it's like the temptation still exists, and but so it doesn't have to control you. so when you say winnable, you know, I'm thinking we cross the line and we're done. And, and, and winnable could be today or it could be it, when I look back over my life, did I win? Okay, yeah, let me try to help you. When I think of, when I, when I would say to an 18-year-old it's winnable, I'm looking at that in terms of a pro- process, meaning that you can establish mm. character that fights this battle well, meaning even at 18 years old, I believe it's winnable as an 18-year-old. But, you know, you've got to make decisions that are moving you in that direction of not being bound by this, not being controlled by it, um, being able to have wisdom and make good choices, those types of things. So I'm not looking at winnable as a destination. I'm looking at winnable as a character issue, meaning that at any point, whether you're 18 or 80, you can be winning this battle because really what I... On the winning side, right? That's win- what yeah, I'm exactly. on the winning. I'm not on the losing side. I have more wins under my belt. Does that right? Well, again, I kind of am relating it to character more than anything else. And so the idea is character is always needing to be in development. Okay. So even if you have integrity at 18 years old, integrity at 18 years old is probably still going to look different than integrity at 40 years old and integrity at 70 years old. The only mm-hmm. difference is you mature in your experience of how, you, and also hopefully you mature in your wisdom. But I do believe that when I'm talking about winnable, what I mean is that you can live today free from a stronghold of any kind of sexual sin or or mm-hmm. brokenness. And you're saying developing character and maturity are the essential tools. Or was there something else you threw in there that I didn't get? Character? The character piece is big. And what maturity. I was saying is that connected to this battle with pornography and other kinds of sexual temptation, that is one of the central things that develops your character in one direction or or the other. Right. In, if we want to put it in winning losing terms, either you're moving towards more of the winner mentality towards your integrity or you're moving more towards the loser mentality um, based on those decisions that you make around this issue. Because and I, I like what you said. It really defined you as a man because the real men are in the battle. Mm-hmm. And the real men are managing their sexuality so it never gets out of control and dry and drags them forward. It has to be reined in. You're going to be a sexual being. You have to manage your sexuality in such a way that it is consistent with design, not out of control. And how do you do that? You have a vision of character, 
maturity and discipline, and you literally say, I don't want to be sexually out of control. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be sexually out of control. I'm going to, I'm going to control my sexuality, right? Don't, don't you think those words should literally be spoken? Yeah. So that you encode in your mind, I'm in charge of my sexuality. It's not in charge of me. Yeah, I guess I would, I would, maybe I would frame it a little bit differently. And maybe that's just because I, you know, I have, I have strong feelings about my uh, Christian worldview and, and the fact that if I, and this may just be for me personally, I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with the language in terms of saying I'm not going to let this control me. But I feel like in some ways, if I start saying I'm in control, then I might start putting into my mind those little seeds that essentially say I have the power. Okay. And the reality is, is I look at the scriptures and it says, apart from Christ, I can do nothing. There's not any good that comes out of me naturally. I don't have, I don't have power to overcome sin in my life within my own being. But I do draw on the power of Christ in me. And so maybe it's semantics, maybe it's yeah. some of these kind of things. But what I would say is I agree totally with the idea that says uh, this is not going to control me. Now, we can talk about what, it, what we yeah, say yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah you know, no, and I think is, that's what the point I'm making is that I never said that. Did you say that growing up? No, I never said those kinds right, of things. Right, I never said that. So I think there's some power, and the power of life and death is in your tongue. So we speak truth, Right. But but I think your point is well taken. It's not my look. I'm going to battle my flesh with my flesh. No, no, no. That doesn't yeah, work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work, right? But I have to say truth, right? It's almost like, and I'm trying to I'm trying to make this distinction. Would it have made a difference if you had said it? Here's or what, if you just knew Christ is in me. Here's what would have made a difference for me. And, I, and of course, it's all speculative when you're talking about the history. Right? We're experts it's on all, our old self. Of course we've got it together now. But, but what It could be great at 20. Right, right yeah. Now. If only this yeah. had happened, yeah. then everything would be different. What I would say, though, is had I had uh, um, a, a dad or you know somebody come alongside me and teach me to speak these words— or even speak these words over me. Because uh, it's one thing, and what I'm trying yes. to learn with my own son is it's one thing to be able to give them good instruction. It's another thing to speak truth over them and a blessing over them. Those are very different things. Instruction is great in terms of just being able to kind of know how things work, what's, right. the, what's the design, how are things supposed to work. But to speak truth over someone, things like... You are not made for lust. You were made for purity. You were made for God's best. You were made for glory. Those types of things, then, right. then it's like, okay, that's a that's a that's truth that comes with a blessing that I think starts to reshape. Yeah, the but mind. it creates a vision in someone's mind, right? right? Because remember, we don't know our own identity. Someone tells us our identity, mm-hmm. and that's and a, that's another good point. Is that you know? Here we're trying to say, what would you say to your eighteen, an eighteen-year-old guy, you know, in, in terms of how to deal with this? Um, one of the things is even prior to eighteen is be, is helping to cast a vision for mm-hmm. what 
for what godly manhood looks like, for what sexual integrity looks like. The hope is, is that that boy has a father that's modeling that for him. So that's if true. if we want to shoot real quick to the ideal <laughs> dads out there, yeah, you if if you are modeling for your son what godly sexual integrity looks like. Mm then you're not going to have to have as as pointed a conversation at 18 about what do you say to him about sexual because all it's going to be is son I'm launching you into manhood now I hope what you've seen in me you replicate through your life that's the that's the hope that we have out there is that dads are modeling yes, this Yes but for their I would son. push back a little bit to say that dad has to have a sexual talk too Right, because yes, I've seen you, Dad, but I don't know what you're thinking. And oh, what yeah. are you doing with this terrible battle? Do you have it too, Dad? Because my father never told me he had a battle. No, that's true. Modeling and, so, and training are two separate things. Okay. So obviously, modeling is listen. You're just living it out. In yeah, front of your live son. a clean life. Yes. I, I guess what we're talking about here is then what's the training piece? All I'm saying is that a lot of times. You the the training isn't nearly as difficult or awkward if you've been modeling. No, no, that's <laughs> absolutely it's consistent. Then yeah. I can see that you lived it. But you do have to speak it. That's you right. To you got to say, "What are your thoughts, Dad? What helps you? What have you thought? What do you? How are you tackling this? Is it bad in you, Dad? And also, what would you say, Dad, to your eighteen-year-old self? Yeah, to help yourself. That's you know. a great exercise. Every man here should write down what would you like to have heard, and if you have a son, you tell him that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so you can include stuff we're saying plus stuff you needed, right? So I would say some days you're going to fight strong, and some di- some days you may be weak. Some days you. You you may win and some days you may lose. Um, this is a battle. I'd like to say we're all at a hundred percent, but I, you know I've, I've always wondered the warriors that fight with that fought with steel plates on them and mm. and uh, and heavy shields and swords. I mean, come on! After two or three hours, you're exhausted. You know, and and you got to go fall back and go to camp and take all this stuff off and rest so that you can come out. You can't fight 24 hours a day with all that armor on. You can't win 100% of the time because you're not going to be at your peak 100%. And so just know that there's going to be an ebb and flow, but this is a battle and we're in for the long haul. And if you're weak, well, admit that you're weak, right? And go do what you need to recover because you got to be... We're on the front line. That's mm-hmm. our post. We're the men of God. We're on the front line. And I think there has to be a sense of, uh, you know, one of the things you wrote down here is also never quit fighting. I think, um, you know, not to get too sidetracked with a whole other kind of soapbox and commentary on the youth culture currently in our country, yeah. but we have we have so shortened attention spans. We've so shortened uh, the ability to wait. Um, being able to see the the long term and then the, the necessary things that must be done today in order to reach long-term goals. Everything has been shortened into like 
15-second sound bites, and it's all got to be right mm. now, and there's a sense of urgency about everything in life. And so one of the things that can sometimes happen, especially for the parents out there that are saying, what do I say to my 18-year-old son as he's launching off and I've, you know, yeah. he's struggling with all this and all this sexual saturation in our culture? What do I say? What do I do? And I think we have to be able to willing, we have to be ready to help these young men to have a long vision for this that says it's an it's a long battle. This is a long journey. Right. Um and and one that if we could set that almost as a lifetime expectation, and that's why mm. I tried to bring it back to the character issue. Because listen, every moment of our lives we can be sharpening in terms of character. Even if we even if we get to a certain point where, you know, behavioral issues in this regard aren't troubling us anymore, you know, there's still character that needs to be right. And so the idea is keep in the battle. Don't give up. Don't quit. Even if you stumble, keep getting up. Get back up. Get back up. Get back up. That's, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I would uh, I would say this, and and you know I think it's you would tell a sixteen year old slightly different things, but on the same vein. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when you're eighteen, you're in it. Right, this is it. You're 18. You're you're peaking sexually. I mean, you're yeah. you're full of yourself here. And so I would say to an 18 year old, if you're fighting, you're winning. If you're in the fight and you're fighting, because of what Jonathan said, it never ends. You can never say, okay, we're done. It's over. Right? Temptation's there. Your sexuality is there. This sick culture is there. Evil people have evil intent. You know, we have stories where other people impose their sexuality on young boys. They were just being boys, right? But if you're fighting, you're winning. Because it's, it's the Christian faith, right? As long as you're believing and you're walking and you're praying, we're winning. It's when we stop fighting and we say, I don't want to fight mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. I'm not going to engage the fight anymore. Right? And part of this, too, means that you have to recognize that, that winning... Uh, mentality and and in order to keep going, it means that you can't fight alone. Yes, this is where I think pornography, especially, uh, derails many many young men, is because uh, first of all they're they're already saturated in a sexualized culture. Secondly, there's still this mentality of sort of the uh, the individual. That you know, we talk about in terms of individual rights, but we also talk about in terms of individual power. And the reality is, is nobody successfully makes it through life, especially in this battle with pornography or just sexual lust, on their own. If you try to to fight this battle on your own, you will be perpetually losing. Mm-hmm. So what I what I want to piggyback in terms of what Stephen's saying is, if you're if you're in the battle and you're really fighting, then you're winning. To a degree, that's true, but to truly be in the battle, you need to be in the battle with others. Yes. Who, you need some safe guys in your life who know your story, who are willing to hold you accountable and encourage you and support you and pray for you, and that you do the same for them. It's got to be a mutual friendship type of mm. a, a journey. So don't try to do this this life alone as a man of integrity. And that's why the church is set up not as one man, one church. It's a community, a body, mm-hmm. believers, exactly. right? I had this thought. <clears throat> I would say to my son, 
protect yourself, but also protect her. Mm. Because sometimes girls aren't that smart either. They're trying to figure it out. So make sure that you protect yourself with some boundaries, and then you also help protect her. Even if she's not thinking straight, you you think for her too. And you you set up a relationship where, where, where which leads into the next thing. You know, I, I think emotional challenges in training for most of us comes from females. If you think about the relationships, the girls have called us you know, to be better men, to reach higher. Don't do that. That's stupid. What are you doing? Are you going to do it? Don't act like that. Why do you act like I mean, a good woman will call you out, you know? And so the confusion is some people think just use women like exercise equipment. That's all they are. They're just objects for pleasure. But the reality is they are part of your training program. If you listen to them, if you work with them, if you do emotional work, Mm -hmm. you get better. And one of the things that I would say along those lines when you were talking about also, you know, uh, protect her is is not even thinking of that strictly in uh, an exclusive relationship like a girlfriend or dating relationship. I think we need to take. Uh, I think we need to call out men in that regard universally. Meaning, let don't let chivalry die. I think there needs to be a sense of of gentle strength that we offer to because listen, especially when you think about all that's gone on in recent months regarding the the Me Too campaign and and just all yes. the the exposure of the sexual abuse and sexual harassment and all the brokenness that's coming out of that, and what we are seeing is just this exploitation of women in their in their weaknesses. And right. what that's creating is this culture, not only of violence, but it's also creating a, a, a culture where in some ways, because we've been so sexualized, it's training up girls to think that the only leverage point they have for being successful or recognized is their sexuality. And then men have been taking advantage of that. Men in power have been taking advantage of that. So what we need to do is we need to say, no, no, men do not take advantage of women. Right. Men protect women, and and because there's intrinsic value to every human life, and that woman is valuable in and of herself without ever having done a single thing, good right. or bad. She has intrinsic worth, and men need to be called forward to value her and therefore to protect that integrity and that dignity. And so, and did, wasn't it Spider-Man, I'm going to quote, you know, we use Bible quotes and right. movie quotes there, <laughs> yeah. that said the line from the uncle was, with great power comes great responsibility. Exactly, right? yeah. And, you know, that's that's really what who Christ was, right? Right. He was very sacrificial. He was very powerful. He could have abused whatever he wanted to abuse, and yet he harnessed for his mission mm-hmm. what he needed to harness, not yeah. just— blow out power and use and misuse and say, well, I don't like it. And what a great message to an 18-year-old young man, right? Who probably, like you were saying, you know, 18 to 20 is the peak of sexual 
uh, performance for a male, and he's probably feeling powerful. He's feeling strong, all this kind of stuff. And he's mm-hmm. and he's and pornography and lust will teach him to take that power and as and use it as a taker, right? Yeah. What we're saying is, eighteen year old young man out there, your power is a gift from God to be used for nobility, to be used to protect the dignity of other human life. And so, and the weaker, and right, exactly those struggling, vulnerable. Um, you know, about the Me Too thing, I would say this thought your sins will find you out. Mm-hmm. You thought you could do this in private and secret, you no, know, your sins will find you out. Yeah, so uh, my close would be, um, we want to be great lovers, and that means great love, sacrificial disciplined character waiting and i love what jonathan said your how you manage your sexuality is a statement of manhood mm-hmm. what kind of man do you want to be sloppy taking using scarring what kind of man do you want to be because how you define your sexuality is how you define your manhood mm-hmm. Well, uh, listeners, and especially parents out there that are trying to navigate uh, these conversations with your teenage kids regarding sexuality and all that, we want to come alongside and and help you. Um, And so you can go to our website at puresexradio.com and find uh, resources there as you launch into our other uh, web properties and everything. Plus, we'd love for you to join the conversation and tell us just what you're dealing with and what you're struggling with. You can uh, reach out to us on Twitter at Pure Sex Radio. Uh, but we want to come alongside you because this is these are very real challenges. We want to help you launch your kids into adulthood with confidence and recognizing, listen, there's a lot of challenges out there, but they don't have to cripple us uh, as parents or as young folks going into the world. So, And as Jonathan to... said, they don't have to control you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. These... these uh, Uh, temptations and struggles don't have to control you. So we're glad you've been with us, and uh, we look forward to having you back here next time on the Pure Sex Radio program. God bless. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.